Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hello everyone, hope you had a fantastic Easter. Uh, I think we had a pretty good Easter here, Matt. Yeah, we did. A good Friday service and then the Sunday service. It was very good. Yeah. Um, It's interesting, like just my own ponderings on it, as usual. You know, the Easter bunny, et cetera, et cetera. And I was just thinking how ridiculous it is without Christ, really. Yeah. Christmas. So, what are we actually celebrating? Even no, if you're not celebrating Christ, you're not really celebrating anything. No, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And like, even the Easter Bunny has no meaning really either. No, I was wondering where where did that come from? It's weird, isn't it? I mean, I know it's meant to be fertility or some spring thing. Or oh, is it something like that? But oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that doesn't even have that meaning anymore. I don't think either. No, probably not. No. Anyway. So, but we had a good weekend. It was good. We did. Um, yeah, it was yeah. great. It was actually really good. I love our Good Friday service, and especially it's a bit shorter. I suppose that's good. Is that good for everyone listening? Maybe. Oh, possibly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But it's sort of no, like that reflective no, time. It's more time. reflective. It was really good. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. Shared Me too. communion together at the end, which is yeah, which is nice. It's special, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and then Sunday. Uh, course celebrating christ's resurrection yep amazing awesome so exciting really good so matt yes we were talking about two things over the weekend yes. friday really i looked at uh the betrayal that jesus went through yeah um there's three areas in particular i looked at one was at the feast when they were having the passover feast and mm-hmm. jesus said one of you guys is going to betray me yep um and just what that would have felt like. I mean, you're sharing a table with people, sharing a meal with them, and knowing someone's going to betray you, that's pretty harsh. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Judas left, went off to do his stuff. But it wasn't just that betrayal of, um, you know, I'm going to show you who Jesus is to to the people coming to arrest him. And I guess it would have been because it was dark and that he had to go and, mm. okay, who here in this group is actually Jesus, come and arrest him. But it would have been the knowledge of what Jesus had done that he would have shared with them. How can we actually trap him? Because they were always looking at how can we trap Jesus. Yeah. And even before the Passover um, at the festival there, they're like, well, we're not going to do anything now Mm. uh, because the people have turned against us. But somehow, I don't know, maybe there's something in Judas's information that convinced them that they could sway the crowd um, and it ended up they did um, yeah. so there was that there then in the garden of Gethsemane Jesus yeah. is praying and he actually said to the disciples my soul is like crushed within me yeah one of the most important times of my life I'm feeling vulnerable hurt this is hard for me yep um, can you guys stand with me and yeah. what did they do, Matt? They they went to sleep, I think. Yeah. There's a food coma, probably. From, <laughs> probably from the Passover. From the Passover meal. Yeah. But no, that, I mean, that's exactly right. Like, his his Jesus telling him point blank that he's he's in that place and and they chose to go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, I just wondered too, like, when, when I was reading that, I was like, oh, I wonder what, if that's me sometimes. Like, just even with my yeah. earthly friends, you know, is it, yep. is it time... Are there times that I'm like I don't hear? Yeah, being being ignorant to the things that are right in front of your face. Yeah, looking after looking after number one. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's you know oh, I'm too tired to deal with that. I'm just gonna yeah, I'll go to sleep and deal with it later. Yeah, 
are you too tired? And and yep. I mean that flows into a whole lot of spiritual service stuff as well. You yep. know, it's like yep. oh, I'm too tired. I, I can't even bother going to church except for yep. once a month. You yep. know, I'm, I'm too tired. Yeah. Um, but the importance of what Christ has for us, uh, you know, it sort of made me a little ashamed, actually. I yeah. Guess, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then the other betrayal, the last one was Peter. You yeah. Know, and I just found it sort of funny. Jesus was talking about it and he goes, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm going to rise again. And, you know, all you are going to desert me. And somehow it seemed to me that the whole thing of Jesus rising again slipped through yeah, yeah, they to missed the it. keeper. Like, yeah, they <laughs> yeah, completely yeah. missed it. Hey, like, yeah. 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 Instead it was straight to, no, we'll never betray you. We'll die with you. And they were yeah. all adamant. Yeah. <laughs> and then straight after that, obviously, was the the garden. They couldn't even stay awake, let alone die with him. Yeah. Um, and then Peter, obviously, denying Christ and realizing that at the end of that, wow, what Jesus said was true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and it just seemed sort of hopeless for Jesus, really. You know, mm. betrayed. And in the end, he almost, well, it seems like he carried that cross alone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, went through yeah. it, went to the to the grave. Yeah, as a man that had basically lost everybody. Yeah, and everything. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it even yeah, it even talks about how how some of his followers were there, but they were off in the distance, like they were standing yep. off in the distance. They didn't want to be associated associated with it. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and it's sort of understandable, well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. As a human thing, you don't want to be killed to death or, you know, flogged like Jesus. No, that's right. Killed to death. Most people are killed to death. Yeah, most people are. Yeah. (laughs) If they die, they're usually killed to death. But I mean, it is is a challenge though, isn't it? Yeah. You put put yourself in that situation and how how would you respond? Yep. If you were put in that same situation and, and, you know, like what you were saying before, recognize my humanness in that and, you know, would I would I be choosing to go to sleep rather than mm. being there to support a friend? Yep. You know, would I be putting my life on the line to support, you know, someone in in the same sort of situation? You know, yeah, that's like it's, it's hard. So it's quite you know to me fairly challenging about that. But it was really yeah. to just sort of point out you know we we think about the death of Christ on the cross, but the actual human cost to him because he was you know the God Man. Yeah. Um, and was tempted like each one of us, yep. um, yet didn't give in to sin, but still had that same emotions. You know, you see it throughout the Gospels where you'll see things like, you know, Jesus wept when, you know, with Lazarus um, dying, yeah. where he looked uh, on the people and it said he had compassion for them because they were like sheep without a shepherd, mm. where he identified with their needs, you know, the boy in the funeral procession, and he just had compassion on the parents reached out and brought the kid back to life. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can't sort of... Uh, we Sometimes I guess we divorce ourselves from the fact that Christ actually suffered not just physically. Mm. Um, he suffered that separation from God at the cross, so to speak, and yeah. also his friends let him down. Yeah. So it was pretty heavy cost. Absolutely. But he could see all through that. And, yeah. you know, seeing Peter's... The way that God actually brought him back and yeah. 
Yeah. It restored him was amazing. Yeah, the restoration of Peter's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's something to look at. Yeah. So that's what we looked at on Friday. Yeah. Um, and then on Sunday, uh, sort of a little bit of a continuance, I guess. Um, and the first part was about how Jesus had talked about discipleship and he yep. said, don't begin until you count the cost. So this is in Luke chapter 14, mm. verse 27 onwards. Uh, for who would begin the construction of a building without first calculating the cost to see if there's enough money to finish it? Otherwise, yep. you might complete only the foundation before running out of money. Yep. Then everyone would laugh at you. They would say, there's a person who started that building and couldn't afford to finish it. Mm. And what I was struck by this was that at the end of Christ's life, he had laid a foundation. Yeah. And yeah. in all honesty, it looked a little bit like uh, that was a fail. He was that yeah. man that he's yeah. talked about there that, you know, he's like, okay, what's the cost to humanity uh, for their salvation is my life. I'm going to lay down my life. But that's not enough. No. Because that work of Christ was not finished then. Mm. Obviously, there's the resurrection, but who would carry that on? Who would take the uh, take the baton, so to speak, yep. and carry on with that? Yep. And you know, in Matthew 27, there's the verses uh, 38 to 40, basically, you know, mocking Jesus and sa saying, you know, you're up on the cross there, come down, you reckon you're going to destroy the temple and build again in three days? Yeah. If you're the son of God, save yourself, come down from the cross. Yeah, yeah. That's those people mocking him. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's like this foundation had been laid for salvation, but how's that going to continue, Matt? Well, it needs to be the the disciples stepping up to to continue to spread spread the good news. Yep. Um. You know, obviously, um. The the catalyst for all of that is Jesus' resurrection. Yeah. You know, the the conquering of sin, the conquering of death, that enables them and 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 gives them the power to continue on. You know, yeah. that's and that's, you know, that 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 verse that talks about running out of money. Yeah. You know, once once that that foundation work is complete, then the the resources are there. The the yep. finances. I mean, you know, if you put it in that analogy, you know that there's unlimited resource of God yep. that enables that building to be completed. And you know, if we think about it now, that 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 building is still ongoing. You know, yeah. it's not it's not complete, and it won't be complete until Jesus comes again. Yep. Um, and we're all in heaven with Him. Yeah. And um, so Jesus looked at that cost. Yeah. Yep. Have I got enough resource to keep going? Yeah. So what's He continuing to build with? What the world is continuing to build with us. Yeah. Yeah. So Ephesians 2.20, 21, together we are his house built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. Yeah. Yep. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We are carefully yep. joined together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Yeah. And then 1 Peter 2, verse 4 and 5, you are coming to Christ who is the living cornerstone of God's mm. temple. He was rejected by people, but he was chosen by God for great honor. And you are living stones that God is building into his spiritual temple. What's more, you are his holy priests through the mediation of Jesus Christ. You offer spiritual sacrifices that please God. Yeah. And, you know, as I was reading those, it's like very clear that the resources that God has to build his kingdom yep. to finish that work is us. Yep. Those who believe in Christ. And yep. I, I know one of your... One of the things that you often talk about is that whole thing of you know the the stones being built yep. in the quarry yeah 
and placed into place in the church. So maybe you could just talk about that a little bit. Well, I guess yeah. When when um, Solomon was building the temple, yeah. he had he had the craftsmen and and the workers in in the in the quarry carving out the stone bricks away from the building site as a as a sign of respect that he didn't want any noise on the building site, which I think is absolutely incredible. Mm. But but the craftsmen were doing um, like creating the bricks and stuff in such a way that that each brick just slotted into place. There was no you know there's no mm. gap. There's it's each each part is intended to be where it is, and that's and that's what God intends for each one of us. He has a, a particular place, a particular shape. If yep. you like that, he needs us to be in, um, or that he that he intends us to be in, using all of our life experience and our gifts and abilities and whatever to slot into um, what is his holy temple. Yep. You know, each, each one of us, each part of creation has this perfect place that mm. it needs to sit that God invites us into, and you know, I just think I I think that's amazing the way that that he brings us together and and. You know, we all have we all have differences, and we all have you know we're not we're not all robots, and we're not yeah you know, we're not all made exactly the same, and all that kind of stuff. And so God brings us into that into that space, and you know it is it is just that we are designed to slot perfectly into um, this this holy temple that is being built that that Jesus establishes the foundation and the cornerstone. Yep. Um, that that then directs where everything else comes from. You know, yeah. Jesus sets that that plumb line, the, the yep. direction of, of that structure and, and yeah. what that looks like. And we all interlock together. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's just awesome. It is amazing, isn't it? And, mm. you know, p- part of that is that um, what I love is, you know, when Peter was being asked, you know, who do you think I am? Jesus said, and he said, you're the son of God, you know, yep. son of the living God, the Messiah. And that was revealed from heaven. And, and Jesus said, yep. Uh, that's heaven revealed that to you, um, yeah. which is amazing. Like, and to think that that power then is made available to us as Christians, which is is part of that process of Christ rising from the dead, yeah, and Him sending the power of the Holy Spirit upon us as as people of Christ. And yeah. like to me, it's like He said to the disciples, "Guys, I've got to go. If I don't go, I can't send the Holy Spirit." Yeah, and he could yeah. see beyond that that moment in time of death to the resurrection, knowing that he would go to the Father. That you know the price for sin had been paid, that the that the victory was given over death, yeah, and the grave. And now he's going to release this power to us as as the church. So he was like, "Yep, this is a down payment. The Holy Spirit. I know that the resources are there. I'm not building something that won't last. And this is something that." I think is we need to always remember that it is yeah. Christ that builds a church. And yeah, yeah. I just love what Jesus said to Peter, I will build my church and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. Yeah. That's a yeah. pretty amazing promise, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it's a it's a good reminder for us too, for those that are in the church, that it's you know, it's not something that we we do as individuals or or need to be relied upon, but Jesus works works through us, and and you know I've, I've said it before. We need to get out of the way of what God's doing, yeah. and, and you know we're still involved in that. We're still linked in as those as those uh, bricks in the in the holy temple, but but that ultimately it's Jesus that yep. that builds that church. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you know I think for me, just 
reflecting this Easter. It was really about that. It's like, don't be afraid, church. You know, we, we sometimes look at the world and, and think, you know, it's all so hopeless, it's hard. Yeah. And it's a pretty bad place sometimes. Mm, um, mm. And there's, you know, resistance against Christianity, the church, whatever it might be. And we need not be despairing because yeah. Christ is the one who laid the foundation. He knew that whatever he started to build will be completed. Yeah. He's not going to be laughed at and mocked at in the end that mm. people will see his amazing glory and... Yeah, all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And by golly, they're throwing all their power against the church. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, but we need not fear because we have God on our side. Yep. And that's that good. was what I wanted to really try and get across on Sunday, that, yeah. you know, the resurrection of Christ is so important because yep. he's released now the power of the Holy Spirit so that we can be witnesses on the earth Yep. and that we don't need to rely on our own power. Yeah, awesome. That's it. That's really good, dude. All right. Thank well, you for your words on the weekend. It was a really no good worries. weekend. And also thank you for your singing. Oh, my singing. Yes. Yeah, and oh, guitaring. You are, you are most welcome. Yeah, no, it was good. What do you call guitaring? Um, yep, guitaring sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the guitar. Yeah. No, uh, that, that, that was good. That was a good weekend, like you said. Yeah. Um, and Matt, I believe this is our 99th episode. It is our 99th episode. Um, we were going to do something special for our 100th episode. We still might. We might. Who knows? Who, who knows? <laughs> Keep tuned, everyone. Yes. Catch you later. Until next time. <laughs>